Welcome to the Brandy McDonald MomCast. I'm your host, Brandy. Did you know that you are worth it? I know what you're thinking. Worth what exactly? Well, you are worth love, worth nurturing, and worth caring for. The truth is, whether you realize it or not, is that you can only serve your family and your children to the degree that you take care of yourself. So today, I am so excited to talk about self-care. So listen, a friend of mine said to me the other day, when I was pregnant, I spent so much time reading about babies and how to take care of them that I never really thought about how I would take care of myself after I had the baby. Can you relate to that? I mean, I certainly can. So think about this for a minute. Remember when you were pregnant. You most likely wanted to take better care of yourself while you were pregnant than before, right? Sure, of course. I mean, you're growing a human, so you're being extra diligent about the care of yourself as a pregnant woman. So why is it that after our baby is born, all that diligence we put into taking care of ourselves fall to the wayside? We keep up the diligence of taking care of the baby and maybe any other children we may have, But we spend less and less time taking care of our basic needs. I know a lot of moms, and the issue of self-care is something pretty much all moms face to one degree or another. And for some reason, moms feel guilty when they take care of their own needs. I want to encourage you that taking care of yourself isn't selfish, but it is a true necessity. I think part of the reason we struggle with self-care is we have confused self-care with self-centeredness. But listen, self-centeredness is all about me. Self-care isn't all about you. What it is, is it is including the care of yourself as you care for everyone else in your household. So let me say that again. Self-care isn't all about you. But it does include caring for yourself as you care for everyone else in your household. Some of us believe, and I will include myself in this, is that putting ourselves last is just part of the necessary sacrifices we have to make to serve our family. But I have learned that this is just not true. So I have given this a lot of thought. I was thinking of Jesus and how he modeled life for us on earth. He gave his life for us, and he still took care of himself. One of my favorite things I love to see is when Jesus goes to a quiet place to pray and connect with the Father. As mothers, aren't we often longing for a quiet place of solitude to just go and sit and be quiet, pray and connect and gather thoughts? Yes, of course. So if Jesus needed to get away in solitude and in quietness to refuel, I think it's okay that we need the same thing sometimes. I also love that Jesus surrounded himself with people and he ate food and he slept and he had a social life. So my point is, Jesus took care of his needs and also made the biggest sacrifice of giving his life for all of humanity. We give our lives to our children and our households. 
If we are going to serve our families to the best of our ability, we must take care of ourselves and not neglect our needs. I'm not sure if you know this or not, but did you know that having a baby is a major life change and considered a stressful life event? Hmm, I wonder why. Having a baby is a major stressor. Whether it's your first child or your second child or maybe even your 10th child, Yes, I said 10th. I know a remarkable woman who has given birth to 10 children. She is amazing. But I want you to know that having a baby is a stressor. No matter if you are a first-time parent or a parent adding children to your family, it's stressful. Yes, it's an exciting time. Yes, it's a joyful time. But there's a lot that comes with it. And your whole world And your family dynamic has just changed in an instant the minute you welcome a child into your life. So I know you've read the books, but listen, it doesn't prepare you for everything that you're about to step into. The way you live the day before you had a baby is not the same way you live your life after you have a baby. Am I right? I made the assumption that since I knew how to take care of myself before I had a baby, I would surely keep up those same habits after I had my baby. I never thought I wouldn't take care of myself. And here's why. I have a degree in nutrition and I have worked in health and fitness all of my adult life. I just never thought I wouldn't take care of myself. It's just who I am. It's what I do. It's what I think about. Well, was I in for a surprise? Caring for yourself looks different when you are on call 24 hours a day. Caring for a baby or a toddler or honestly, if you have a child of any age. The truth is, caring for children at times can be demanding and exhausting. Also, I want to add, anytime you add a person to your family, whether you have a baby or you're adopting or taking in family, or whatever it may be, you're relearning how to do your life. I like to call it adjusting to your new normal. When you are growing a family, you are constantly making life adjustments. This means that as a mom, we have to constantly adjust our lifestyle and how we care for ourselves. So what does self-care include? Okay, it includes eating, sleeping, physical activity, spiritual health, mental health, personal interests, and relationships. Today, I want you to be aware of your need and the necessity of self-care because, Mama, you are worth it. My friend Susan C. at Mentor for Moms says the best way to take care of your family is self-care, and this is so true. I want to just identify for all of you some bad habits and excuses that can get in the way of self-care. Here were a few of my excuses after I had my second child. I said, I can't take care of myself because I don't have the money. I'm busy caring for everyone else. There isn't time for me. I'm too tired. Here were some of my bad habits that I did. I would put myself at the bottom of the list or not include my name on the list at all when it came to things like getting new clothes or haircuts, getting new shoes. I wouldn't eat because I was stressed out or I just didn't feel like it or maybe I hadn't gone to the grocery store. I would stay up too late sometimes because I just wanted to do something for me. Here's a big one. 
I would ignore my body cues that I was doing too much. And what are those cues? Well, for me, it would be lightheadedness, being stressed, anxious, which can lead to depression, giving to the point of exhaustion, but calling it something else, feeling overwhelmed and tired. And then here's one. Do you care about taking care of your physical home more than you care about your physical body? I would encourage you, instead of picking up your house, stop and go take a shower and refresh yourself or eat something and then get to the things of the house. I know you want to pick up your house and clean your house and fold your laundry, but I'm saying do that second and put yourself first before those things. Also, I think we make self-care all or nothing, but it does not have to be that way. So I have definitely made small self-neglecting mistakes and big ones. And so here's what I have found to break the self-neglecting cycle. Tell yourself that you are worth it. Affirm yourself and stop waiting for someone else to affirm you. And that's a big one for me because I am a person who really likes words of affirmation. For me, I had to take responsibility for not taking care of myself. No one told me not to take care of myself. I just thought it was what I had to do or that was just part of the mom job, right? Don't let logistical challenges rob you of self-care and stop focusing on what you can't do and focus on what you can do for yourself. I know you might consider self-care, you know, something very elaborate or fancy like massages or manicures, pedicures, or I don't know, a makeover of some kind. And that certainly can fall into the self-care category. But that is not the only thing you can do for caring for yourself, okay? So here's what I've learned, is you can make many choices throughout the day. Many being M-I-N-I, many choices throughout the day. Maybe it's listening to your favorite song, or eating your favorite food, or putting makeup on. Little things like that send yourself a message that you matter and what you like matters. When is the last time that you felt beautiful, sexy even? If it's been a while, give yourself some attention in that area. I always tell mamas that have little bitty babies, if you have baby food on your shirt, just change your shirt, right? I know it's easy to wear a shirt that has food all over it all day long because maybe you just forgot or maybe that's just the normal or maybe your baby spits up all the time and you're constantly changing your clothes. But if it makes you feel better, just do it. When was the last time that you researched something that you like or read a book that you liked or listened to music that you like? I have found that the more you don't take care of your needs and push yourself to the bottom of the list, you start to become bitter, envious, and resentful. You get mad because no one appreciates you or no one acknowledges all the sacrifices you make day in and day out and so on and so on. I am speaking from experience here. So one small step you can do is start appreciating yourself. And you start appreciating yourself by doing some of the things that I just mentioned, or maybe something that's coming to mind that I did not mention. So how can you appreciate yourself? Well, for starters, eat. Eat food. Not leftovers from kids' lunches or the scraps from the table. Eat a real meal that will nourish you. Sleep. 
I know that sleep is a tricky, tricky thing, especially if you have a baby or an infant or if you are having just sleep issues of your own not tied to the baby. I know this is a sensitive area, but I would like to encourage you, don't neglect the sleep. If there's an issue there, get help in some way, reach out in some way so that you can get the sleep that you need. Because when you are in severe sleep deprivation, things are hard and things are out of whack and it will be difficult until you can get some rest, okay? Physical activity, get moving. I'm not saying you need to be an endurance athlete or something, but just move your body. It feels good to do that. If you do this, start with doing something active for like five minutes and once you kind of get going in that direction, chances are you're going to do more activity than you really planned. If you just kind of carve out a little bit of time, then that time will add up and you'll find yourself doing more than you originally thought. Spiritual health. It is so important as a mama to connect with God. And there are so many ways to connect with God and he's made us all so unique. A few ways you can connect with God is through his word, through worship music, through prayer, I know you might not have a lot of time to sit and focus on your spiritual health, but again, you can do it all throughout the day. Be creative with it. Your mental health is so important. And a mental health expert that I really like, she is a neuroscientist, Dr. Caroline Leaf. She says, no thought should ever go unchecked. You really are what you think. Your thoughts become your reality. What you think about each and every day matters. So if you are thinking about things that are discouraging and that bring you down, that is where it will lead. And on the opposite end of that, if you are thinking of things that build you up, that are positive, that are truthful, that are praiseworthy, your day is going to look different. Also, personal interests Oftentimes, mamas feel like they have lost their personal identity after becoming a mom. Your interests make up who you are. And I know right after you have a baby, again, it's a major life change, so things are different for a while, but it doesn't change the way God made you. Yes, you will make some changes and adjustments, but at the end of the day, you are still that person that you were before you had your baby. But now you're a mom. So how you pursue those interests are going to look different now, but it doesn't mean you stop pursuing what you like to do. Relationships, friendships, reach out, be in community, get to know other moms. If you are in an area that doesn't have a mom group, start one. You only need one other mom to have a group. And when you connect with other moms, whether it's one mom or several moms, you'll just find out that you're not alone and that there are other people in similar situations that you are in. And it just helps so much in the mom journey if you can share your experience with other people. Also, spend time with your spouse. That relationship is so important and deserves attention. And I know that can be a real challenge, again, especially adding a baby to the family or just whatever season of life you're in, it can always be a challenge, but it doesn't mean it doesn't deserve attention. 
And here is a number one thing you can do to care for yourself. Ask for help. Did you hear that? Ask for help if you need it. People want to help you. No mama can do it all. No one can do it all. I'm going to say it one more time. No one can do it all. And people want to help you. Listen, I know I've just given you a long list of items that are included in self-care. And I am not saying that you need to do all of these things in one day. Not at all. You may already do some of them. Some things that I do for my personal self-care are exercise and eating healthy and whole foods. That is something so important to me. And I feel so much better when I give to myself in that area. And also just praying and connecting with God. That is something that I really want to do more and more of. And it's so fruitful and it's so life-giving. And so that's why I stress to all of you why we need to take care of ourselves because it gives us life and we can go the distance when we take care of our needs. So ask yourself, where have I neglected my needs? I'm sure something's come to mind as you've been listening to what I've said. And so just focus on that one thing this next week and just figure out a way that you can meet that need. Then you can move on to meeting some of the other needs that you have. If you try to make too many changes at once, you may stop trying altogether. Self-care is not about being perfect. It's about making small yet meaningful changes that really benefit you and your entire family. So I want to end with this scripture in 3 John chapter 1, verse 2. Dear Mamas, I pray that you may enjoy good health and that all may go well with you, even as your soul is getting along well. You can do this mom thing. You can. Thank you so much for listening today. It brings me such joy to share this information with all of you. I want to encourage you to visit my website, brandymcdonald.me. If you have a women's event coming up and need a speaker, consider inviting me to speak at your event. I would be so honored to do that. There's a speaker form on my website that you can fill out and I'll be in touch with you. If you benefited from anything I shared today, please share with another mom. We all can use encouragement along the way. A timely encouragement is a saving grace for a mama having a hard day. So have an awesome day and remember, you are worth it. 